What's up, my covenant of hashtag queens? It is I, Princess Weeks. And it is I, the warrior nun, Tazanetti. <laughs> and you are listening to The Gig Podcast, your one-stop shop for fandom convos, pop culture, media, and all the things we love about being a hashtag nerd. Each week, we skim the surface of what's popular in geek culture, then we take a deep dive into the lore of a Netflix world bigger than our own. Today, we are going into the unholy, sometimes holy realm of Warrior Nun Season 2. I know there are people who have been excited that this is finally out, and it is finally here. It is here. The Warrior Nun has arrived. But first, Princess, what has got you geeked this week? Well... Hopefully, I don't have COVID anymore because recording this right now, I have COVID. So Mm. I hope that my COVID has gone away because if my COVID has gone away, then that means that I could spend Thanksgiving with my family and we're going to be going. We're doing something new this year. My whole family were like, oh, we're going to just go to a random Airbnb together and we're going to bring the food there. Nice. Because my my, uh, grandma passed away this year Mm -hmm. and me and my sister were like, we are not doing the same Thanksgiving. It's not going to be this, like, it's going to be too much without her there. Right. So we got to change it up. So how we're changing it up is not only are we going to an Airbnb, but we are all dressing like cowboys. Oh, I love that. Because you know what I mean? Like Thanksgiving is so dumb anyway. I hate this. <laughs> Listen, the holiday's pointless to me. I'm like, why are we celebrating the pilgrims? Pilgrims are stupid. This whole thing is dumb. Like, why don't wh- I wish this could just be like an end of like spooky season feast or like a Christmas, like beginning of Christmas feast or some yeah. sort of like, like we could still have the food, but like the theme I always hated. Yeah. So m- me and my family and my sister were like, let's all like just do something weird. Let's all just dress as cowboys. What if like we just started doing that and then our kids like thought that that's what you do on Thanksgiving and that's just hilarious to me. So, that's so good. So yeah, that's what I'm going to be doing this Thanksgiving. And also I'm going to be seeing not uh not Knives Out. Yes, Knives Out. Knives Out 2, Glass Onion. Uh, Like right after that, that weekend, that Thanksgiving weekend i'm gonna be seeing it in theaters finally so i'm excited as someone who has seen it in theaters it's great you're gonna have a great time yeah i'm going with joe so we're gonna (gasps) have a blast so what about you princess what's got you geeked what's got me geeked? thanksgiving edition (laughs) a thanksgiving edition well i am geeked out well of course i watched all of the crown in one sitting um (gasps) love it? it is you know it's not my favorite season of The Crown. Really? But thus far, I still... How's Debicki? How is oh, she? Oh, legendary. I mean, no okay. notes there. Yeah. We knew that she came to slay. It's still a good season. I still watched it all in one night because ev- so far every year I have finished The Crown in one day. Uh, and it was... <laughs> that's amazing. That That is my... That's my legacy. Um, I love that. I am also geeked because... God of War Ragnarok is out and I have yes. I'm so excited. I'm like I've been waiting for this game for a year and now oh I get gosh. to play as my favorite dad and son combo platter. Uh love that for me. And then I went to the Met today and I got to <gasps> walk around the galleries with my beautiful girlfriend and look at art and think about all the stuff Stunning. I would steal. Thank, thank you. Uh all the stuff I would steal if I were a cat burglar. 
Because I was still a lot of stuff in there. Mm. Good good stuff in there. That's and I'm always fun for to that. do when you're at a museum. I don't know if I'm the only one who, <laughs> who always does that. I'm like, mm, maybe that's not something that normal people do. But whenever I go like to a new museum, I'm like, what would I like? If I could take one thing, like which thing would I want to keep? And then I always like pick something. Mm-hmm. And then I ask, I was like, Joe, it's like your favorite thing that you like would want to take. <laughs> well, there was this really cool, like we were in the music section and there was this really cool tie instrument where it's like uh mm. like uh like a string instrument that also has like a dagger that you kind of like stab into the ground so you hold it and i could think of like Ooh. this would be a great weapon like the ultimate bard core you know like right play and stab so that's my new rpg character from now on i was gonna say i was <laughs> like that's that's a good that's a good note to take <laughs> next time you play D and you want to be a bard you're like hey this is the instrument that I want, okay? Yeah, we're going to make it a spear. We're going to give it all the the good stuff of a spear, but all the dumbness of a loot. So it's all be great. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So Warrior Nun, Tessa, before we start talking about all of our thoughts and feelings, because I know you quickly watched season one and two back to back. So you're even fresher than I am. I watched season one when it first came out. Would you give our lovely listeners a description of what the Warrior Nun is? is about. All right. So for those of you who do not know, here's a quick little synopsis of Warrior Nun. So after waking up in a morgue, an orphan teen discovers that she now possesses superpowers and she is the chosen halo bearer for a secret sect of demon hunting nuns. And the show is based on the comic book character Warrior Nun Aurelia by Ben Dunn. And like Princess said, I had not Watched this before, so I watched it all in one sitting, season one, then season two, and I, I just watched all these nuns kicking ass. And this this girl loves some some demon hunting shows as a person that watched many seasons of Supernatural, so I was down. Always down to hunt some demons. And I there's nothing I really love more than the idea of, like, nuns fighting demons. Like, one of my favorite, like, animes I used to watch was this one called Chrono Crusade, and it was about— this sect of warrior nuns <laughs> that were fighting and killing demons. So it had a lot of flashbacks to this. And so in season one, our heroine, Ava, yes, she becomes a halo bearer and she accidentally, like, helps release a demon, Adriel, as one does. And then when we pick up season two, like, she and, honestly, the best character, Sister Beatrice, are, like, at a bar... Like, trying to keep a low profile, but of course, they keep getting dragged into the bullshit because now that this angel dude, Adriel, is here, he's like, I'm the real deal, guys. Like, I'm the holiest of the holy, and the whole cult is forming around him, and the nuns are like, this can only end poorly. Mm-hmm. And they are right, because it does. <laughs> it was one of those things where, like, for the first season compared to the second, this season, I felt like it was very cohesive and I could understand like what was going on more like easily because before I was like okay what are we doing here like you got she's hanging out with these people and then she's like oh I don't really want to be the warrior nun I'm still figuring it out myself so I like that in this season she's like hell yeah I'm the warrior nun let's do this let's kick Mm -hmm. ass let's defeat Adriel it was all about Adriel and I'm like yes Let's, like, let's beat him. Let's do this. Let's be mm-hmm. all superpower. Like, if you're going to have superpowers, fucking own them. I, I It yeah. annoys me when people try to deny their superpowers for too long. That gets old for me real quick. I'm like, no. 
Just Same. accept it and let's go. <laughs> yeah, it's like, this is your destiny now, so let's get moving. Yeah. We got things to do. We yeah. have plot to plot. Right. Yeah, the first season was very much consumed with like, I don't want this responsibility. Right. I just have legs now and I want to do that. And like going through the whole backstory and like I knew it was important, but I also didn't care because <laughs> like when everyone else, when when you're the protagonist and you're just like, I'm a sad orphan who's not an orphan anymore to uh, we're a whole group of like quasi gay warrior killer nuns. It's like, I want to spend time right with them. All of this is my fault. Right, right. Let's get to this part. Let's get to the part where we kick ass. Let's get to the part where we're, like, a group of women, like, banding together and, like, you know, feeding off of each other. Like, I loved those scenes. Any scene where they are, like, fighting together, working together as a group, those are always my favorite scenes. Absolutely. And I want to give a shout-out to Christina Tonretti-Young, who plays Sister Beatrice. She's the best one. Like, I think she's 100%. a former ballerina, which is probably why she's so good at all the physical stuff. But even in season one, she was the best, like, overall fighter. And mm-hmm. she still is. She's the best character on the show. Whatever the focus is not on her, I'm like, where's the Beatrice? And so I... She's I definitely was really the Hermione. Glad. She, like, is needed to keep everything going. She was slaying. And, like, in the first episode of season two, there's an episode where, like, her and Ava are, like, at the bar. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're drinking together and dancing. I'm like, okay, so... Uh, uh, they're going to be gay now, right? And it was just like, and then eventually, yes. But even that didn't really get a lot of development. It just was like, yeah. Yeah. That made me It was sad. kind of a bummer. Yeah. yeah. It was kind of a bummer because like, I know in the first season, people wanted like a little bit more of that. And they, it felt like they were like, okay, we'll let her be gay, but like be bi. But if you want joy from this, you're not going to get that. And I'm just like, well, poop. Uh, but love Sister Beatrice, love Mother Superior, because yes. there's one scene where Mother Superior is just, like, bodying everybody. And I'm just oh, like, obsessed nuns, 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 nuns. Loved it. Okay. Another thing that I was really sad about is I loved Shotgun Mary from season Me one. Too. And I was like, where the hell is she? Where is she? I the entire pissed. time. I was pissed. And then when she finally showed up, I was just like, this is it. Right. I, I was like, I was like, what's What's going on here? Because nah. Tony Turner was absolutely like an MVP of last season. So I was like, hopefully it's because she was just booked and busy, but like definitely a missed presence on the show. Mm-hmm. It's mostly because she's so like strong and like powerful. It was just great watching her like kick ass. Oh, I loved watching her. She was like, again, she and Sister Beatrice were my favorites. So I was like, okay, let's go. Give me more of these nuns. And then when they didn't, I was like, no. Sad. So sad. I did love Lilith, though. I gotta say. I did. I I, I always end up loving a Lilith. I'm like, that's right. Uh, She stoops to conquer. I just wish we had wings. Those wings, man. The wings. So hot. Yeah, I love Lilith. I but I wanted more of her. You know, like she ends up having this dynamic with Mm -hmm. Adriel, and I love when a good girl goes bad. I love when. The darkness seduces you, and you're like, I'm gonna be evil now. I want to see more of it. And then she like came in badass, went away for a few more times. So I was just very sad about that. I just, I think I wanted more of the, like, what all the other girls were going through throughout the show. It felt very Ava-focused, but, like, Mm -hmm. Ava is not the most compelling. Interesting. You know? Yeah. (laughs) No, I I totally agree, because I loved Lilith. To me, she was, Mm -hmm. like— 
It was like if Draco Malfoy was even more evil. Like if Draco Malfoy was like also kind of in love with Voldemort or mm-hmm. something. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So it's because like Lilith was a really good foil to Ava in that way. And I always liked when they were kind of like together mm-hmm. and fighting against each other. Because I, I love a good enemy, a good nemesis. Like, you know, I'm an enemies to lovers girl. Same, so you know. You give me any sort mm-hmm. of enemy that's hot. I'm like, great. Love this for me. But... And so I liked their interactions, but I wanted more of her because then when she got those wings, like my favorite like shot of the whole thing is when she like got those wings and then like hugged Adriel with the wings. I was like, this is hot as hell. I know. <laughs> I love this. Like, and she got, and like how her burns turned into like those like eye markings. I'm like, listen. Yes. All I, Sick. just like, I want more of you. So yeah, mm-hmm. I really feel like it fleshed out a lot of the supporting characters. The one character that I was kind of like, I don't know what's really going on here. Uh, I think your name is, is it Michael? Is that the white boy? Oh, yeah. The one that's like a child for two seconds and then ends up back in as an adult. Right. I was like, we don't need a man on this show. I really, I was like, I was like, we really don't. <laughs> Especially because I felt like they were trying to do something between him and Ava and then that didn't end up going anywhere. Oh, yeah. So I was just like, we don't need a man here. Hated that. That needed to be shotgun Mary. I don't know why it wasn't. Oh, God. That would have been so much better. I I agree. I didn't like having him because, just like you said, it's like we don't need her to have this kind of fake love interest scenario. I'm just not about it. I'm just over it. They do that so many times. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, let's enough of this. Enough. Just make it gay if you're going to make it gay and let us enjoy it and stop making it really sad at the end. Yeah. Like that ending was like the finale was was going places. I was like, okay, this is really like Uh the budget is budgeting. We're we're doing what we got to do. She's swinging her sword. She's finally matured. You know, we blew up the red flag boy. And then, like, she's like, no, I have mm-hmm. to go into... The- she had to pull a, uh, a serious black, just go into the veil. And I'm just like... It was very serious black, yeah. And I was just like, no, I don't like this. <laughs> uh, I know. And then at the very, very end, Beatrice is like, okay, I got to go get her. And I'm like, what is this? What is happening? I know. It's like, well, if you were going to just get her, why she even got to go through the tube? You know what I mean? Like... Or if, like, why didn't she go right then? I thought she was going to go with her, like, at that moment. Yeah, I I was like, why is she staying behind? To me, it would have made more sense. It's like, well, maybe they're trying to say, oh, she couldn't do it. She could do it. Sister Beatrice could do anything. (laughs) I I don't believe that any weapon against her will prosper. So I was just very, like, confused. Well, I mean, apparently she's going now. Yeah, so, yeah. She's going after her now. So it's like, if she's going after her now, why didn't she just go with her then? And then they could have, like, been there together. It could have been a very, like, Romeo and Juliet-esque, mm-hmm. like, type situation where I'm like, you know, oh, if you must die, I will die with you together. I know. it's That would have been <laughs> so. so hot and angsty. And that's what, you know, like, right? there's such a rich history of, like, non-lesbian fiction. I'm like, just let it happen. Even when they finally kissed, mm-hmm. I was like, of course this is happening in the final episode. Uh, <laughs> Ugh, I know. I was like, they should have kissed that other time. They should, there was that one other time right. that I thought they were going to kiss too. and they didn't. They should just been together at I the very like, beginning. Boo. Just have them be together yes. the first episode. This whole season. Just do it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. My favorite sequence in the show, which I think is probably my favorite altogether, is like when the Pope and like the congregation of all the different like cardinals and bishops are there and they're like, yeah, we're going to stand up against the demon and like, you know, inspirational speeches. Then all of a sudden the one guy is like, well, I've been turned evil and just start stabbing everybody and everyone just starts killing each other. Oh my God, yes. That 
was pretty epic. I would say, like, I would... Oh, I love that. I was like, I cannot wait to watch this in, like, the fully rendered form because I know, like, things were still, like, work in progress when we saw the the screeners. But I'm like, I want to see this scene again. <laughs> In 4K. Oh, for sure. It was like the Volturi from Twilight. It's yeah. like if they were if they were like in a meeting and then they just all turned against each other and then they, just murder started happening. Oh, that was epic. So good. All the stuff with the Pope I actually really loved. Yeah. <laughs> it was weird. I was like— It was interesting. Right. I was like, yeah, what do you do if like some grifter a- angel comes like, I'm a child of God, and you're like, the fuck you are? Like, <laughs> I decide yeah. who's sacred in this house. I'm the Pope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that moment where, like, all the cameras are on them and he was, like, trying to prove that he was fake and then it, like, wasn't working or whatever. And then he fucking, like, dies or what? It, like, gets burnt up. I was like, this is crazy. That was so wild. He was, like, all, cr- like, freaking crispy. Crispy as hell. Just, I don't know. That that whole, like, fight was very intense. So I thought it was very interesting. Yeah. What I did like, I will say, is that I really like the solidarity between all the women. I like, because I I always thought, like, a nunnery is, like, a really interesting place. Partly because of all the gay fiction. But also because it's, like, it is a place where you have all these women getting to congregate and and feel close to one another doing their holy works. And when your holy work is, like, killing demons, then you definitely have this sense of, like, great loss and great sisterhood. And I think that the, the season really emphasized that, especially with the mother superior, like, when you think she's going to die, like, that scene was actually really, really good. I got really emotional, oh, and then yeah. she didn't die. And I was like, this is fine, too. But I remember thinking, like, wow, like, I wish, like, we knew even more about this person. And I feel like you definitely leave Warrior Nun wishing that you could have, like, a spinoff just about the Order itself. Because I think they are, mm-hmm. that that concept is, like, the best character of the show. I found a little personality quiz Mm. online. I don't know how official this quiz is, but I thought it was very fun. And it says, which warrior nun character are you? Mm. And it says, which sister warrior from the Order of the Cruciform Sword and Netflix's warrior nun are you? And so you do this little quiz. So I don't know if you want to do the quiz together. Okay. Because there's 11 questions. All right. Are you ready? (laughs) I'm ready. Okay. Question one. We have pick a weapon. There's sword, shotguns, crossbow, fighting staff. These hands. hands. (laughs) (laughs) Five throwing stars and six knives. Or I would prefer to run away, thanks. So, princess, Um, what weapon would you choose as order of the nuns, as a warrior nun? I think I'm going to choose a fighting staff. Because it reminds me of Gabrielle from Xena. And that it can be used, like, as a defensive weapon and offensive weapon. So in this universe, it's like, am I am I trained or is someone just throwing a thing at me and now I have to because I would run away if I just ended up because I don't yeah. know how to fight. <laughs> I'll be honest. Yeah. I say let's let's say that we're like that we are like novices being trained to okay, do it. Being like trained. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with I actually have always wanted to learn how to fight with the sword. So I'm going to choose sword because Ooh. I feel like it'd be really badass to be like really, really bad. Uh, to be just be really well-trained in a sword, I want to do it. 
So mm-hmm. I choose sword. That's dope. I think I think that's perfect. Okay. So question two, we can go back and okay. forth. Uh, pick your patron saint. There's Saint Anne, patron saint of educators, mothers, and minors. Love the diversity. Saint Adjutor. Adjutor. I went to Catholic school, but I don't know everybody. You're um, good. Saint of those in danger of drowning, aka me. Saint Columbanus. Couldn't tell you. Patron saint of motorcyclists. Cool. St. Julian the Hospitaller, patron saint of murderers and travelers far from home. That seems like a contradiction. St. Gobnot, patron saint of bees. Can't do that one. Allergic uh, to saint, bees. Saint, I know, right? We Be agenda, be not agenda, here. Be uh, agenda, Saint Genesis of Rome, patron saint of comedians and actors. Uh-oh. And then St. Catherine Alexandria, patron saint of libraries, scholars, and unmarried girls. Well, I'm picking her <laughs> also because she's the one that I... Also, like, she's the one who I know is real. Like, I actually know of her because, like, mm. I'm not Catholic, but I went to Catholic school. And when people were, like, picking their saint name, Ooh. I, of course, wanted Joan because Joan of Arc. Um, but Catherine is another one who, like, Catherine is someone who Joan of Arc said came to visit her when she was, like, going through her visions and stuff. So I like her. So that's my choice. I'm choosing the comedian and actor one because I'm not choosing bees. I'm not choosing motorcycles. I hate water, so I don't want to drown. I I don't want to (laughs) murder anybody. And I'm not a mother or a minor, so I'm just going to choose the actor one. Yeah, choose choose what's gonna help right. you. I'm choosing on your what journey. I know. I'm I'm going with what I know. Okay, next question. Pick some Catholic representation media. <laughs> so we got Dairy Girls, Jane the Virgin, The Hunchback of Notre Dame, and Daredevil, which is hilarious. Oh, oh wait, oh, there's, there's more. more if you scroll down. There's do- yeah, okay. and Dogma, there's Dogma Spotlight and Sister Act. <laughs> yes, Dogma Spotlight and Sister Act as well. Wow. Look at all those. Well, okay, Princess. Dogma is one of my favorite movies, so I think I'm going to pick that one. Dogma is one of my favorite oh, movies of all time. Uh, okay. I'm choosing The Hunchback of Notre Dame because— I knew you were. I'm, I knew you were. I love that movie! <laughs> I, I I was like, you're either going to pick that or Sister Act. I was like, she's a— <laughs> You know me. Maybe Dairy Girls was a close third. I was like, I was like, it's definitely one of these two. It's Not Spotlight, no. girl. Like, no, no. Not that one. Too intense. Terrible. Too intense. Next question says, pick a Met Gala Heavenly Bodies look, which I got to just say, this was one of my favorite Met Galas that they did. This is actually a Met Gala Mm -hmm. that people were on theme and also a Met Gala where everyone looked amazing. So this was one of the best ones. So fierce. Okay, so we got um, whatever, Chopra Jonas woman. We got Ariana Grande, Madonna. Uh, We got a lot of fucking... Uh, people here. So, uh, Princess, just tell me which one's your favorite because I, I don't want to describe I'm every— I'm picking Zendaya. I'm picking Zendaya, too. I was like, yeah. I, I don't even think we need yeah. to describe all every person in all these outfits because, to me, Zendaya's look was so much better than every other person in the Everyone whole Met Gala. Like, I still think about that uh, Joan of Arc look that she did. It was incredible. If I— was someone who got tattoos of, like, celebrities and outfits, it would be this 100%. Oh, uh, here's an easier one. Pick a sin you're guilty Ooh. of. Impatience, judging, judging people, lust, disobedience to parents, enjoying the company of sinners, high-mindedness, disobeying commandments 1 through 10. <laughs> 
Oh, man. Which sin do I want to pick? I mean, I guess to, I'm going to go, I'm going to choose the gay one and be like, enjoying the company of sinners. Right? <laughs> like, I'm trying to think. I, I definitely try not to judge people. I'm not that, like, lustful in a way that's crazy. I don't know. Maybe I am lustful. Yeah. Actually, you I, are lustful, I, I, but you have a but, but you have a husband, so it's legal. Because so in the Catholic Church, you're doing it the right I way. Oh no, I also you know I, I mean? also lust after a lot of people online, though. With the Catholic Church, actually, I'm just thinking about it. My freaking Twitter banner right now is like. <laughs> It's the Last Supper, but it's all pictures of Robert Pattinson. <laughs> wow! If only they had like a worshiping false idols one. We're just gonna say, just say you're disobeying all the commandments. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna go with all the commandments, just with my Twitter banner alone. Is disobeying every commandment. Yeah. Oh my god! Everyone that's is so bad. funny. God. Okay, I'm just using that one. <laughs> Oh my god, she's sinning. I am, but we're good. We're good. Just in the Catholic Church. (laughs) Oh my god, it's so good. (laughs) Yeah, I just got the I just got the lighthouse in 4K, so I really feel seen by this. I really listen. I love Robert Pattinson. What am I gonna do? Okay, uh, pick a sin too far. We have rejecting God's calling, bearing false witness, being slothful, not saying bless you when someone sneezes, being unmerciful, <laughs> accepting that you're gay, or breaking a covenant slash promise. Not saying bless you when someone sneezes. <laughs> like, this is where I draw the line. This is it. Yeah, it's like being slothful, lying, all that stuff. Like, but when you don't say bless you when someone sneezes— can't can't do that is it. true you're like what what do you have against me like why <laughs> just 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 say or something like you know like just say hell something mm. are you okay <laughs> right exactly what about you oh man which one do i choose here i mean i i think of slothful because i'm I'm very tired right now, so I'm like, ah, oh, if I could only just be slothful and not do my work right now. But it's like, no, Tessa, no being slothful. Or I could always just choose accepting that you're gay. That's a classic. Yeah, <laughs> that's a Cla- classic bridge too far. That's a classic one How too far you? for the for the Catholic Church. That's pretty much why I left them. So I'll go mm-hmm. with the gay. Might as well just be like, sorry, Catholic choice. I'm gay. Okay, next one. What would your boss have to say about you? And our boss is here, so we'll find out. That you are driven by ambition, that you are brilliant but guarded, that they rely on you, that you need to stop, (laughs) that you need to stop trying to start shit and pushing your colleagues away, that you are so good at your job that it threatens them. (laughs) They forgot you exist. I never had a job. (laughs) <laughs> this quiz is pretty brilliant. I gotta say, whoever whoever made this, like, this is incredible. What would my boss have to say about me? Hmm. I would say that I am driven by ambition. Mm. I got that Slytherin drive in me a, a little bit. I was gonna say. Because I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I still have a job. I always try not to forget that I exist. I have to remind people. I'm pretty good at emailing. And being like, hey, like, reminder, what is this? I don't try to threaten people and their jobs. I don't try to start start shit. I mean, also, I guess they—no, you can't rely on me because my schedule's all over the place. I'm going to say ambition. (laughs) 
I think that fits. What about you, princess? That they rely on me. You are reliable as hell. I think so. I think I'm kind of I like think so. good at that. I, and I like I don't like to let people down. That's my Catholic guilt. So, so I agree that you're a very reliable, princess. I can oh, yeah. always rely on you. Oh, thank you, sweet. I think I also think you're very reliable too. You're, I try, and, and man. When you, and when you're not available, you always do your best to communicate. You're a good communicator, and that is the best kind of reliability. Just fighting through the ADHD, you know? <laughs> Every Constant <day>. struggle. <laughs> okay, we're almost done here. Pick something that my grandma has in her house. We have a light-up Vatican, holy water, <laughs> three-foot-tall statue of the Virgin Mary, leather-bound Bible, book set, um, a Murano glass clown, a bottle port that I've been... <laughs> siphoning off of for 12 years or um a white jesus painting so well my grandparents are all dead and i didn't know them so i can't say what i what what they did have i will say just for the sake of it obligatory white jesus which i feel like even in the blackest right. households and brownest households you still can find at least one white jesus so i'm gonna go with that yeah. one if i had a grandmother I'm going to go with the bottle port that I've been siphoning off of for 12 years. That's a good one. Because in my grandma's basement, there was definitely booze that me and my sister took. Stunning. You know? I love that. That's a great cliche for a reason. It's like, if you're going to have it there, the kids are going to drink it. We also, my sister, I I mean, she'll never listen to this. So God bless you, Kelsey. She used to take guys there. And I was like, in your grandma's house? And she's like, but she never went in the basement and there was booze down there and like she never went down there. So she would just take guys and hook up with them. I'm like, Kelsey. It was kind of brilliant, honestly. It was a baller move. I just went in like a truck. Like, you had to do the, you're the older sister. You had to do it outside the house. You're like, if I get caught, I'm going to have to hear words. I'm a bad influence. If she does it in the the house, it's like, no one can blame me. Nah, those younger siblings, man. They They really are reckless. They got those balls. Yeah. They got balls on them. All right, we're close. We're all close. Right. Second to last one. Pick a Bible verse. And it says, we're I'm not going to read all these Bible verses. Let's just pick one and all then right, we can yeah. read the one that we pick. Okay. Let's, let's see. see. Okay, I'm going to go with, and though your beginnings were small, your mm-hmm. latter days will be great because I am small. And also, this reminds me of Book of Mormon. Tomorrow is a latter day. So that's what I'm choosing. I like that one. Um, I kind of, even though it's very religious, I do like Romans 15, 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Taking out the specific specifics of like, you know, the Trinity. I just think it's a nice thing to like, whatever gives you comfort, whatever power that you live in to like, have it fill you up with joy so that you can feel hopeful and optimistic. Because sometimes when the anxiety hits and the sun sets at five o'clock, in the afternoon, Oof. it can be very depressing. <laughs> it's For like sure. midnight at, in Brooklyn right now. So I need all of that light of the Holy Sparat. Agreed. <laughs> I think that's a good one. Last one. I love this last question. <laughs> would you like to punch? <laughs> would you like me to punch you in the face? Yes, fight me. You can try. I'd like to experience it once. Of course not. Why would you ask that? No, that would be mean. You so, can try, princess. but you're not going to You can try, but it's not going to happen. I'm very good at ducking. Uh, I would say hmm. Um, you would say no, that would be mean. 
Yeah, I think I would say that. A part of me was like, would I want to experience it once? But then I was like, no, because what if like a person had a really good punch to my face and then it like messed up my face or my face like got really hurt? Nah, I'm, it's too yeah, mean. That's part of your money maker. You can't. You can't. Okay. Right. You can't mess this up. You could pu- give me a punch in the tit. Just do that. <laughs> Just not the face. My tit. <laughs> no, your heart. <laughs> Exactly. Okay. Let's see what character we are. Ooh. Okay. Who are you? I'm Sister Shannon. It says you love to. Oh my! Oh my God! We're both one of. Oh, babe. Listen. (laughs) We 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 both love to play pranks and be be gay. gay. We do. And we had different answers, too. Right. They're just meant to be. Yes. I love. Also, this is a very good description of us. Like, you put too much on your shoulders, but you persevere because you are strong, compassionate, and gay. I'm sorry you died in the first five minutes. R.I.P., babe. I'm like, truly us, though. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that that is us. We like, are Shannon. <laughs> we, we are, are Shannon. Shannon. Dun, the dun, warrior dun, dun, dun. nine. Yeah. <laughs> the first... <laughs> The OG. (laughs) I love it. Uh, Amazing. Thank you to whoever made this quiz. This just made my entire day. It was very enjoyable. Oh, my gosh. Well, we are all Sister Shannon. But one more thing. If you have a character named Shotgun Mary, we want her to be in almost every scene possible. Because what's cooler than a nun with a gun? A nun with a shotgun. And my one more thing would be let the nuns kiss. We want more kisses from Ava and Beatrice. If Beatrice does go back to get Ava, they better be kissing a lot. Yeah. We want Thank them to make out and good night. all the time. Yes. Okay, y'all, you know the drill. If you like us, make sure that you follow us. You can find the Geeks Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all of those places. And for those of you who cannot get enough of us, please let us know in a five-star review. Review us, leave a little comment. Just do it, please. Pretty please. We will even read it aloud on the show. If you just leave it there, we will receive it with love. Holy love. Yes. Leave and we will receive. <laughs> not not good. Anyway, the Geek Podcast is hosted by me, Tessa Benning. And me, Princess Weeks. You can find me on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, all over the internet at Tessa Netting. And you can find me on YouTube as Princess Weeks and on Twitter as Weeks Princess. Next week, we are finally going to talk about the long-awaited Wednesday. Da-da-da-da. Woo! I am so pumped for this because even though Halloween is over, it's always spooky season when you're in Adams. Nah. So. Nah. It's not over. It's not over until we say it. not over yet. It's not Christmas yet. And even then. Yeah, no. Wednesday, it is the perfect time. Let's I'm I'm ready for it. Let's watch it. Let's do it. We need more Thanksgiving horror anyway. This is a Netflix Geeked and Spoke Media production. Kelly Kolf is our producer. Reyes Mendoza is our associate producer. Delora Patton is our coordinating producer. And a special thanks to Carson McCain. Sound design and engineering by Evan Arnett, who composed and performed our original theme. Our executive producers are Keisha TK Dutez, Brigham Mosley, Aaliyah Tapakolian, and Keith Reynolds. To stay updated on all things Geeked, be sure to follow at Netflix Geeked on Twitter, Instagram, and the TikToks. Thank you so much for watching. Goodbye. Peace be with you. And also with you. Woohoo!